Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Man, happy Saturday to you as we're continuing to just dive in the Word. And today we are in another book. This has kind of been the fun thing about the Minor Prophets is we've been flying through. I mean, we've done Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, now Habakkuk. We're in eight, uh, the eighth Minor Prophet. Crazy. And so Habakkuk chapter one is where we're at today. And uh, and what we're going to see in Habakkuk is we got to break it up a little differently because there's three chapters in Habakkuk. So you might think like, okay, we'll just do you know chapter one, then chapter two to chapter three. But, but it kind of breaks up a little differently. Um, if you want to know my opinion, I don't really like how a lot of uh, translators have broken this up. Like I personally think chapter one should end around verse 11 or after verse 11, which is where we're going to stop at today. Because uh, remember, when you see those numbers in your Bible, like verse five and chapter two, like Habakkuk did not write that in his original scroll. Like he didn't write that when Paul wrote Romans. It wasn't like he wrote a big two and then added verses. Those have been added later. So it helps us get to Habakkuk chapter two quicker and things like that. And so uh, I think this book actually should have been broken up a little bit differently, just my opinion. And so we're going to take it a little bit different. And today we're going to look at Habakkuk chapter one, verses one through 11. And what you see here is, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I hope you'll read it on your own. Uh, But what you'll see uh, is in chapter two through four, Habakkuk, begins to complain to God and ask God a question. So look at what he says. He says, Oh Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear or cry to you violence and you will not save? Why do you make me see my iniquity? And why do you idly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so justice goes forth perverted. Uh, Do you see what he's mad at there? He's mad because he's looking out at the world and he sees injustice. He sees uh, violence. He sees iniquity. He sees all these things. And what's making him so angry is it seems like God is doing nothing about it. That's literally what he's mad. He's, he's mad because he sees all this evil, sees all this wrongdoing, and yet he's looking out at God and wondering, like, God, why ain't you dealing with this, right? Why aren't you dealing with what's going on? And so his complaint is to God, is God, there's evil, why aren't you confronting it? Um, have you ever felt that way, right? Uh, turn on the news at all, right? Have you ever felt that way where you look and you're like, oh my gosh, so much evil and so much uh, iniquity and sin is happening, and sometimes it seems like God is just silent. It seems like God's not doing anything and God is just allowing it to go on. That's what Habakkuk feels like. But look at what God says in verse five and six. He says, look among the nations and see, wonder and be astounded. For I am doing a work in your days that you would not believe it if told. And now right there, I need to stop. And this is a youth pastor moment for you. This is why it's so important. It's so important when you read the Bible to not just read one verse and pull it, what we would say out of context. Because doesn't that verse kind of sound awesome? Like, doesn't that verse sound like something you could just post on Instagram and put in your room where it's like, God says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. You're going to be amazed. You're going to be astounded. Like, that sounds so hopeful, doesn't it? Like, that sounds like, yes, amen, God's doing something new in my life. That's incredible. And that's awesome. But, But look at what the new thing God's about to do is. Look at what God is about to do that he's saying this is a new thing. Verse six, for behold, I'm raising up the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation who marched through the earth and the breadth of the earth to seize dwellings not their own. 
What he says is I'm raising up the Chaldeans, which is also the Babylonians. You can translate that either way there. So he's raising up Babylon to ready to wipe out Israel. <laughs> That's literally what he's saying. So in one verse five, he says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Behold, I'm doing something awesome that you're going to be amazed at. And that might sound so hopeful. And God says, hey, the awesome thing I'm doing, the, the thing that you don't know I'm doing yet, that thing is I'm raising up another nation to rise up and deal with you. It's pretty intense, right? So God looks at Habakkuk and says, I'm going to deal with the iniquity because what we know in the scope of the Bible is that God will not let injustice go unanswered forever. God will not let evil go unanswered forever. He is ultimately dealing with the problem of evil. We know this because Jesus died for the sins of the world, right? Jesus dealt with your sin and my sin. And ultimately for those who do not place their faith and trust in Christ, God is going to deal with that sin as well. So he's going to deal with injustice. He's going to deal with evil. And here, how he's going to rebuke and discipline his people as he's going to allow the Babylonians to come in and take them over. And so you're going to see about this. We're going to see Habakkuk's response to this tomorrow. Uh, Habakkuk's not happy with God. He's like, God, how dare you? How, how are you going to allow this country to do that? And so we'll see that tomorrow. Um, but it's a good reminder for us that one, may, uh, a few good reminders. One, maybe you felt like before you don't know why God's not moving. Um, Habakkuk felt the same way. So you can take hope in that. Two, a good reminder for us is sometimes God is going to deal with problems differently than we would deal with them. God is using an army. He's using Babylon to come in and judge his people. And, and the third good reminder is we've said this before in the Minor Prophets, but a good father will not let his children continue to live in sin. A good father will not let his children continue to rebel against him. And so God, being a good, loving father, is going to use the Babylonians to, to kind of whip his people back into shape, to get their attention, to draw them unto himself. And so that's what we're going to see in the book of Habakkuk. So I love you. man. thankful for you listening every single day. Make plans to be in church tomorrow, 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock, blended or lift. Make plans to be there. I love you, and I'm thankful for you. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.